the guy took his shot, right? He goes on his pocket. He takes a shot. He throws it out there. You know, I'd like Taylor Swift to come to Kansas City. And she does, <laughs> and it works out. Yeah. And so every dude is out there going, you know, if I just took a shot, I could get it. Like, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. Vince is on his way to Cheer Nationals. And actually, he plays a role in this. All the parents of the cheer teams also are expected to, to get into it and yell and, and help ramp things up. He doesn't just bring the orange slices and, and leave it at that? <laughs> In the high seas. Okay. He's got the clipboard, right? Uh, not That's for right. this not particularly, for this. but okay. yes, he has held it. So this is Nationals for his uh, kid who's on the cheer team. Uh, big deal. Greendale actually he says has a shot at potentially bringing home the big one, the big trophy. So wish them the best of luck as they head to Florida for the weekend for that. We're keeping our eye on this structure fire right around the uh, Mitchell Interchange. You can see it from the highway, uh, it looks like they have that under, under control, but you're still going to see some smoke coming from that, so it could distract you just a bit today. Uh, weather, the big story of the day today. And one other story that we're following, though, Michelle, this is fascinating to me. We've talked about um, cyber uh, attacks and cyber issues a lot over the past several months and year. Well, now there's a hospital, a big one. Yeah. In Chicago, that's been hit. Since last Wednesday, Lurie Children's Hospital's phones and computers have been offline, patients' medical records inaccessible. Experts warn it could take weeks to get the hospital systems back up and running. That's why cybersecurity attacks are so damaging, because there's not an answer about how long it's going to take. The FBI is now investigating the attack, which has forced the hospital to cancel some procedures and elective surgeries. So now these hospitals are going to have to figure out how to prevent things like this. You're talking about... Um, demanding money so they don't leak patients' personal information. Uh, there was one healthcare company that had to like shut down their ER because of an issue with a cyber attack. So it's coming. If it hasn't hit an institution yet, it's going to. It's something again. Like the institutions, facilities will have to invest in order to prevent an issue from happening. And what a mess! Weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a big hospital. That goes yeah. on at that Children's in Chicago. Seven fourteen. Bob's got sports here in a minute. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. We shall see if home cooking helps cure the Milwaukee Bucks as they welcome Minnesota to Pfizer Forum to kick off four straight back in Milwaukee. After a one and four road trip, you might think spirits are not great in the team, but never the case with Giannis. I said in the previous game, I really don't care about the score. I don't care about the score because I know when everything is healthy, Brook is back, Dame is back, Chris is healthy. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. No, we've got to get in shape. No, we've got to keep on getting better. We've got to keep on working. We've got to keep on watching film. Like Now we have to work twice as hard. And if we are willing to do that, we're going to be okay. Game time is 7 p.m. here on 620 WTMJ, but you can dial in Buck shoot around at 6 to get the party started. Stunning loss for the Badgers last night on the hardwood. Falling to Big Ten basement residents, Michigan, 72-68 in Ann Arbor. Wisconsin is now 16-7, and and Bucky is reeling. They have lost three straight games. Did you want to comment, Eric? You look like I, you want to comment. No, there's nothing I can you wanna, say. You want to throw up? <laughs> there's nothing I can say. That... I mean, blowing a lead at Nebraska, okay. 
That happens. Yeah. Losing to Purdue, ranked number two in the country. And that was a good game. They had a really, shot at them. Yeah, way. really good game. But that happens. They're a really right? good team. Mm-hmm. This, inexcusable. Oh. Um, also on the college hardwood, the Milwaukee Panthers. They begin a crucial road stretch. Three straight away from home. Matching up tonight against Youngstown State. Head coach Bart Lunday looking for more forward progress from his Panthers. So our, our road is 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 favorable. Um but we've got the hardest stretch coming up this weekend. Won't determine where we're going to be because they're 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 road games and everybody's going to play road games. Um, but boy, if we could we get a couple of them uh, and come home for for a very favorable yeah. favorable schedule to to end this thing. You can catch the game on our sister station 101.7 FM, The Truth, tonight at 5:30 with Scott Warris on the call and the Milwaukee Brewers. Added another bat, signing free agent catcher Gary Sanchez to a one-year deal, $7 million bucks. He hit 19 home runs with the Mets and Padres last season. He can play first base. Okay. He, he can DH. He awesome. can catch. These are all good things. These are, these are all good things. And he's got pop. And in, I almost said Miller Park, in AmFam Field, guy that has some pop. How's that average? <laughs> <laughs> it's in, in the low twos. All right, well, we're used to that, yeah, though. We're used to that. we got plenty of guys who can do that. He'll fit right in, Aaron. How about that? Thank you. Hey, history could be made today in Washington. We explain next at 718. Big day today in Washington. The U.S. Supreme Court is going to take up an historic case one that could decide whether or not former President Donald Trump is ineligible for a ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. ABC Stephen Portnoy in Washington following this case closely. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, good morning to you, Eric. What are we expecting today? Is this just the, uh, the, the presentation, the arguments and whatnot? Well, yeah, it is. But uh, what we do when we cover oral argument at the Supreme Court is we parse the questions that are asked to get a sense of which way the justices are leaning. And uh, luckily, in the modern era, the justices have uh, granted us the permission to listen in, uh, and it streams online so we can all listen together. And this will be a really interesting exercise in constitutional law and uh, back and forth on uh, really what could be viewed as an esoteric provision of the law that dates back to the Civil War era, and it's never been invoked on a presidential candidate. The question is whether the 14th Amendment's third section applies to a president when the president isn't specifically itemized in the amendment, the way that members of Congress are, the way that electors for president, vice president, and state officials are, uh, and whether uh, it's appropriate for a Supreme Court of a state like the one in Colorado to make a ruling like it did on a four to three basis that Donald Trump engaged in insurrection after previously taking an oath to uphold the Constitution, and therefore he's ineligible to appear on next month's primary ballot. Legal observers expect that the Supreme Court will seek an off-ramp to uh, uh, strike down the Colorado ruling, but do it in a way that avoids the question about whether Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection. The justices might rule that uh, either the 14th Amendment doesn't apply to presidents, although I think it's a bit of a stretch. It's the main argument that Donald Trump's lawyers are making today. There's also the argument that if you look at the final clause of the Third Amendment, uh, the third section, it says that Congress has the power by a two-thirds vote to remove the disability. 
So essentially, doesn't the final word belong with Congress, either in the passing of a law that sets up a legal framework for the enforcement of Section 3, or that after an election, the Congress should decide whether the 14th Amendment applies in Donald Trump's case and whether it could be waived in Donald Trump's case? And if the court says that the final word rests with Congress and not with the courts, well, that's one possible off-ramp that, that keeps the 14th Amendment's third section alive, and it avoids a question about whether Donald Trump actually engaged in insurrection. How soon might we expect an opinion from the courts? There's no way to know that. And I, I understand the interest and I understand the curiosity. Hmm. There is no way to know when the Supreme Court will make an opinion public. ABC's Stephen Portnoy in Washington. Before we let you go, I imagine there are already spectators, people trying to get in, waiting in line for this. Of course, and protesters, too. I'm looking at a couple on a live picture. Remove Trump, says one of the signs. Trump is a traitor, says another. Uh, there are always people who line up for the opportunity, yeah. the rare opportunity, to be inside the courtroom. But now, as I say in the modern era, you can stream it online at SupremeCourt.gov. Hey, Stephen, do we have any idea if the former president's paying attention to this? Has he made any comments Oof. on it? You know, uh, he's made plenty of comments well, right, on it. Right. But uh, today, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Mm -hmm. I, he's not here in Washington, I can tell you that. Stephen, thank you. You bet. 725 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what, if anything, stems from this. Meanwhile, at the same time, uh, Nevada is holding its caucus, which uh, the former president is expected to uh, win easily. Uh, Nikki Haley isn't on the caucus. She was um, part of the primary in Nevada on Tuesday in which she lost to no other candidates, which was one of the uh, where most of the people voted, not for her, but for none of these candidates. Um, so... Whether this changes anything as far as the trajectory of who will get the nomination in Milwaukee in July of this year, hmm, probably not. 726 on Wisconsin's Morning News. News about your money now. Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Let's see here. I want to make sure I get you the cleanest numbers as far as the futures go. Right now, everything's still in the red uh, for the day. The Dow, the NASDAQ futures are all down. The S&P futures are down. Uh, we're an hour away, so we'll see where we get. But for now, everything's still in the red. Annex Wealth Management. It's a great time for your retirement and investment strategy review. From a fee-only fiduciary, go to AnnexWealth.com and click the Get Started button now. Hey, coming up next half hour on the program, we've been doing this all week, so I'm pretty fired up about it. <laughs> I have to admit, it's like I'm a geek when it comes to the pomp and pageantry of the Super Bowl. But, Michelle, we will do Super Bowl trivia again with uh, Mark Tauscher at 7.50. And today, the theme will be Super Bowl commercials. Arguably the best part of the Super Bowl, yeah, right? You in in some people's opinions. I would say you'd be honest something there. 750, we'll do that. Let's keep it right here on Wisconsin's Morning News. The ebb and flow of a buck season. It gets back to normal tonight. Bob explains at 745. Eric, there are some out there that think after the Super Bowl, maybe there might be some kind of a proposal in the works between Travis Kelsey and... Taylor Swift. Oh, so if they are to win, if the Chiefs were to win the game, which could very well happen, mm -hmm. that maybe they're on the field, he would... Yeah. No way. That's, That's too schlocky. Well, if if that happens, if there is an offer to host their wedding, like right away, here's CBS's Deborah Rodriguez. Everything from the lights to surrounding greenery. Las Vegas Swift Chapel of Flowers says that if Swifty dreams come true and Travis Kelsey asks his girlfriend to marry him after the game, there'd be no need to wait. 
Not even if relatives couldn't make it on time. Don't worry. This chapel has three cameras that allow your loved ones to view the ceremony live. The chapel's conveniently located on the Strip, and the CEO says they've got an aisle prepared and ready to go for Sunday night. If the singer and the tight end don't make it, the Chapel of Flowers will host a free wedding for any other couple named Taylor and Travis. It's the perfect backdrop for your first kiss as a married couple. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Oh, this is fantastic. (laughs) How do they not take that offer? Wouldn't it be great if they went and like they have to wait for the guy with the shirt off and the two brides that he has? You know, he's getting the, that guy that they the found. The Elvis him. impersonator. <laughs> yeah, that guy's going to get first. Then Taylor and Travis get to go. No way is the biggest wedding of the year happening instantaneously at a Las Vegas chapel. That, that would actually make me respect them more. They just went and did it that <laughs> They're way. They're just common folk yes, like the rest of us. Absolutely. Because the rest of us get married in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> 738. This portion of the show is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management Money Talk. Heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WDTMJ. Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Vetrano, Eric Bilstad in for Vince. Michelle Richards is here. Bob Brainerd's got sports. Debbie Adam and Greg Pancake Hill here as well. Hey, some uh, perspective this morning if you need it. I know it's oftentimes we get frustrated by little things that are taking place in our lives, some annoyances, whatnot, traffic and other things. Um, Five Marines now are confirmed dead uh, from this helicopter crash in a very remote area in the hills outside San Diego on the West Coast there. They're still trying to figure out a cause, but the weather was very poor. ABC's Matt Gutman. The CH-53 Super Stallion helicopter, known as the Marines Workhorse, departed Creech Air Base outside Las Vegas late Tuesday in what's described as a routine nighttime training mission. The crew had been flying at the tail end of a deadly three-day storm that pummeled California with rain, heavy snow, low visibility, and gusty winds. Yeah, it was even tough for them to get to the site where they believed the crash may have been because of the weather. Just a reminder, you know, sometimes we get stuck in our day-to-day frustrations. Five Marines now confirmed dead from that helicopter crash just outside of San Diego. It is 7.43. Bob Brainerd's got sports coming up, and then Mark Tauscher does Super Bowl commercial trivia in seven minutes. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All sports desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. Boy, the road was unkind to the Milwaukee Bucks. Perhaps the comforts of home, though, will help. That tonic begins tonight against Minnesota at Pfizer Forum. Here's Pat Connaughton explaining how an NBA team rides those highs and lows of an NBA season. There's going to be ebbs and flows to it. Um, you want more ebbs than flows, I think. Flows. You want, you want more flows? flows? Yeah. Got it. Okay. You want more flows? Cut that. You want more flows than ebbs? Um, you know, but at the end of the day, um, if you get too caught up in the ebbs, then the ebbs can turn into ebbs times two, ebbs squared, if you will. Right. So. Okay, Pat. Uh, buck shoot around is at six p.m. What the ebbs and the flows? I don't now. Now I'm confused. To be honest, when I'm listening to that soundbite yesterday, like I didn't know if if you want the ebbs or the flows. I, I really didn't know. But but the the, the media that was surrounding Pat. Straighten them out. You oh, yeah. want flows. Uh, we were going for flow. Yeah, okay. you want you want the flow. Uh, Buck shoot around with Greg Matzik is at 6 p.m. tonight to get things started for the 7 p.m. tip-off here in 620 WTMJ. Bucky's in a bad place right now. 
on the collegiate hardwood. After losing to a bad team, the worst in the Big Ten last night, Michigan upset Wisconsin 72-68. to Wolverines out-rebounded the Badgers, outshot the Badgers from outside the arc. Not good. Milwaukee Panthers draw the Penguins at Youngstown State tonight on the road. You can catch the game on our sister station, 101.7 FM, The Truth, tonight at 5.30 with Scott Warris on the call. The Brewers will have another catcher in camp who brings a big bat after signing free agent Gary Sanchez to a one-year deal. He uh, was with San Diego in the Mets last season. His best years, however, came with the New York Yankees where he hit 30-plus home runs twice in six seasons. And you can fault him, mock him, hate him, love him, whatever you please, but Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, he's playing in the Super Bowl on Sunday. He's dating a Grammy winner. Yes, and he's dating a Grammy Grammy winner. He is. He's in the best place possible in life right now. Everybody's, everybody's, you know, subject to their own opinion on everything. But I, um, I feel like it's only giving me energy, man. I'm, uh, I'm very fortunate to be in the position I am in life and to have the amazing things going for me. Um, and you know what? I, uh, I'd be silly to find any negativity in what's going on in my life. I have a theory on why dudes are upset with Travis Kelsey and this relationship. <laughs> here's, here's my theory. Envy. Well, but yes. The guy took his shot, right? He goes on his pocket. He takes a shot. He throws it out there. You know, I'd like Taylor Swift to come to Kansas City. And she does, and it works out. (laughs) And so every dude is out there going, you know, if I just took a shot, I could get it. Like, no. No, 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 no. You're not an NFL tight end. You're not a future Hall of Famer. That's not how it works. Hmm. Why didn't I think of that? Right. See? (laughs) You know what I think is going to ultimately happen with the the Kelsey brothers? I'm telling you, we talked about this. They are going to end up in a buddy-buddy movie where they are brothers and they are also cops. And they have to, like, solve the day. And the one brother will fall in love with the, the mother of the child who's missing and taken by the bad guy. Played and, by T. Swift? Yes. Well, maybe. <laughs> of course. Maybe. But, yeah, it'll be some buddy-buddy movie. And it'll be swashbuckling Jason and Travis, who's all buttoned up or something like that. Screenwriters are already writing this. You know they are. <laughs> I'm telling you. They're on it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Hey, we uh, do some trivia of the Big Games ads with Mark Tauscher next. It's the week before the super big game. We can have a terrific bowl. We can also have a super jar. But we can't have a... Well, you get it. We can't say it, but we can talk about it. This is a Super uh, Football Week preview with Mark Tauscher. Can I say Super Bowl? Now that doesn't sound right. What? All right, Tausch. We've been at it all week long, talking terrific cup, super jars. Yeah, have you had any slip-ups uh, when you're doing any reads or any, any slip-ups so far? You've been pretty good. I have not heard from anyone yet, so I guess that answers that question. Okay, so today okay. is commercials. I assume you're a commercial guy. You like the Super Bowl commercials. I do, yes. Okay. I, I do. I love a good commercial. All right, so let's get into it. Some trivia. i got the whole team here. We'll start with this. First of all... What percentage of the U.S. population watches the Super Bowl? Is it A, 30%, B, 60%, or C, 80%? Well, I think now are we factoring in the Taylor Swift effect? Ooh, well, we don't know yet about this Sunday. So we usually get the ratings usually come at about 110 to 115 million. How many people are here? I'm going to say 30%. Anyone want to challenge his 30%? I'll go 60. I was going to agree. 
Tausch is right. 30% is is. Nearly a third of the country watches. Okay, here's the next one. It's easy when it's like a round number. (laughs) (laughs) About how much time is dedicated to commercials during the Super Bowl? So meaning if you kick off to the end of the game, how much of that time is actually a commercial and not football? Like a percentage? Uh, Minutes. minutes. I need minutes. Are we doing multiple choice or is this just a guess? A, 35 minutes. B, 40 minutes. Or C, 50 minutes. I would say 50. I would agree. I was thinking over an hour. Of yeah. commercials. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going with the group here, fifty. It is fifty and it who knows, it's probably could even be more once you factor in more. some of the halftime stuff. Okay, let's get to some of the commercials. One of my all time favorites as a kid, I looked forward to this series every time the Super Bowl came about. Bud Bowl. You are looking live at Bud Bowl two as unbeaten Budweiser battles undefeated Bud Light in what's become known as the war. Yes, I love this stuff. The animated beer <laughs> yes. bottles. Yeah. Cans and bottles. <laughs> the, the freezer that would come out, all that stuff. Okay, Tosh, how many Bud Bowls were there? You just heard a clip from Bud Bowl 2. Were there A, 4, B, 6, or C, 8 Bud Bowls? I uh, I, I'm going to say six. I think that's right in that sweet spot. I think it, after like three or four, I think people were kind of done with it. And then they <laughs> ran like a sitcom, ran it one or two more series, and then that was a rap sheet. So I'm going to say six. Yeah, I'm going to drop down to four because I think after four we went, yeah, <laughs> seen that. <laughs> All right. Any other guesses? What was the top, top number, eight? It was four, six, or eight. All right. I'll say eight. Bud Light won two years. Budweiser won the other six. They did this eight times. Oh, good night. I think they probably had its run. I do want to bring them back, though, someday. Okay, next one. One of the first and most notable ads showed a bullet hitting what product? A bullet hits this product in one of the first notable Ah. Super Bowl ads. I can give you multiple choice if you need it. I know. I'll let Tausch guess, though. Can you guess without Tausch? I can't because I don't even know when when did this start becoming a thing? Because I can't imagine back when the Lombardi Packers were playing, anybody gave two rips about commercials. <laughs> so is this like a mid eighties? Is that when we yes. think this is a hit? Bob, when when do you think is it mid eighties? Yeah, I think so. is it a Milwaukee based company? Or was it? There is a connection, I yes. believe so. Does that help you, Tausch? All right, I'm going to say Miller Lite. No, no, no. I'm going to say Miller Lite. Hits a can. Is there something with that? No. that that's going to be my guess just because I'm, I was thinking beer. It's Master Lock. Am master Lock. It yeah. was. Yeah, it was they, Master Lock. They shot a bullet into a Master Lock, Tausch. It's awesome. <laughs> and oh, it to show break. how durable and tough and strong that lock is. Yeah, baby. Smart. Yeah, made it Very Milwaukee. smart. All right, next one. Amen. Which ultra-famous supermodel sexually drank from a Pepsi can back in 1990? My girl. That's my girl, Cindy. That's all Cindy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe. Don't need multiple choice for no. that one. I don't think anybody uh, of a certain age has any problems figuring that one out. <laughs> Correct. Your Pepsi can or what? Introducing a whole new way to look at Pepsi and Diet Pepsi. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a bold prediction. If Pepsi was smart, they should bring back Cindy with her daughter and have some Ooh. kind of spinoff of that very commercial. There that you go. Doing. I I wonder like, if they that, have to done me, that in some way. 
Well, if they haven't, they should. I agree. Again. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Which famous world leader appeared in a Pizza Hut commercial in 1997? Was it A, Mikhail Gorbachev, B, Bill Clinton, or C, George H.W. Bush? I'm going to say Gorbachev. Yeah, I'm going Gorbachev, too. That seems to sound familiar, right, Tosh? Yeah, and I think that's where Pizza Hut was making a big push to get you know, overseas, and I think at that point, Gorby was out of office. So, yeah, I think there's some kind of a peace deal after the Cold War ended and everything else. I think Gorbachev is correct. Nothing brings people together correct. Like a nice hot pizza. It was in Moscow. Gorby, as he walked off the... Uh, yeah. Walked out of the restaurant with pizza. All right, last one. In 2003, one of the most popular ads was... <laughs> Break was over! Terry Tate, the office linebacker. You know you need a cover sheet or your TPS reports, Richard. That ain't new, baby. Hey, Terry. Hey, All right, so this ad was so popular, people thought Terry Tate was a real or Terry Tate was a real football player. I did. I thought he was a real, yeah. real guy. No, just an actor. Anyway, what was Terry Tate, office linebacker, selling? See, that's the problem with uh. these. Right? Like, they yeah. make them so memorable. I could but give you. But you don't know what they're selling. Right? <laughs> I, I could do the multiple choice if you well, need it. It's daytime. It's pay time, baby. Woo! I'm going to say printer ink. Ink ink for printers. Ooh. Any other guesses? Uh, like, staple. It was like for staples of like Office Max, you know, like Office Supplies. Believe it or not, Office Max was one of my multiple choices on this. Okay. The other two were Reebok and Doritos. I was going to say it Doritos. Away? It's not Doritos. Darn. It is Reebok. <laughs> Well, I wasn't going to say Reebok, so that works out well. <laughs> there you have it. There are your Super Bowl ads for today. Thank you, Tosh. See you guys. That's a low distance call, Doug.